Hey, Flippers and Mumbers, welcome to the Flips and Mums podcast, a podcast about two guys trying to make some money, flips and making that money, and the bumps in the road they face along the way. Do you want to get a hold of this podcast? You already know how to do it. You email us, flipsandbumpspodcast at gmail.com. Do you want to follow this podcast on social media? You already know how to do it. At Flips and Bumps on Instagram. That's the only one. Forget the rest. There are no other ones. Uh, besides that, just listen to this show. That's all. It's literally the only thing we ask. Listen to the show. We drop new episodes every single Monday morning at flipsandbumps.com or wherever you get your podcast from. And that includes YouTube as well. YouTube.com, blah, 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 blah. Just go to YouTube, type it in the box, Flips and Bumps Podcast. Channel comes up. You click on it. You subscribe. You turn on the notifications if you want to. And that's the end of that. There are two of us on this show. I'm your host. My name is Sasha. And I'm joined by my dear friend, the video game whisperer, the whole flipping show. And he, along with the rest of the people listening to this, are going to be confused when I say, Merry Christmas, Pee Wee. How are you? What? I, I do understand that reference. I forgot today was your Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. How are you doing? I'm good. I went to church last night. Uh, people might be confused because it's January 7th today. Uh, but it is Serbian Christmas. It is yeah. Orthodox Christmas. It's also Greek people and uh, some Ukrainian people. And all kind of Eastern European weirdos are celebrating Christmas on the old calendar, which is two weeks behind regular Christmas. So our New Year's is actually next weekend as well. I will be wow. counting down as a <laughs> no. solo show by myself. Pee-wee will not be here next week. Oh, that's true. Oh, a live <laughs> countdown. Yeah, The whole show is you just counting down to, to like two hours left. Uh, by the way, this is a uh, Goff, if you're listening to this, please text me so that I don't forget to text you to be a co-host next week. <laughs> Thank you. How are you doing, Peewee? Happy New Year. We yeah. made it. It's uh, been a while. We You you, you uh, opened up this first show of 2024 uh, by saying that we never, we, 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 we come to you every week without missing a week. And last week we missed our first week. Possibly yeah. ever? Might be. Might be. And the reason why we did it, it was a good reason. Uh, we looked at our spreadsheets for the year and we were like, oh, God, we can't talk about these numbers. Absolutely. So we've been fudging the numbers for a week to try and get things looking a little bit better. And uh, and it didn't work. <laughs> so numbers we're going to get bad. The, we're going to get to end of year numbers this year. Ugh. I'm not happy with uh, what I have. I'm not upset with what I have, but... Uh, but well, you know, we'll get to them eventually. Yeah. I, I forgot we were doing our numbers until you reminded me, until, uh, like right before we fired up the the podcast here today. So I quickly crunched my numbers and got them. And guys, I am not in a good mood to do this show today. <laughs> Normally, Peewee always in the best. Oh, of right. <laughs> exactly, positive Peewee is what they normally that, call. That's them. what everyone has called them. That with a couple <laughs> letters ahead of the positive, usually we just mock them. We just joke them, but. But yeah, we love you, Pee-wee. Um, <laughs> speaking of numbers, this is a big number, Pee-wee. 150th episode. This is really? it. Yeah. Well, we We're bringing... skipped our 150th episode. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I, I believe so. I guess we that could look it up. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, 150 episodes of this thing. And okay. I can't believe that... Uh, that's next unbelievable. Year, next month is like the three-year anniversary of this podcast. Jesus Christ. I feel like we've been dating for a long time, Pee-wee. I think I'm ready to make the move and give you a ring. I, that... I, I gotta, I'm seeing other people. I'm, uh, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go. This is, it's too much. I can't commit. 
You know, it took me 10 years to ask my wife to marry me. I do know. I do know that. <laughs> and uh, it's something that a lot of people remind me of often. And But there was a good reason for that, Pee-wee. It's because... Was there? Um, she wouldn't extend her ultimatum to me. That was the reason. Which was what? Uh, 10 years or I'm out. Ah, I see. Yeah, I see. so you had no choice. I had no choice. I had 10 years is a big number. That's good for her, I guess, for, for giving you a, such a big window. Well, it was around the seven or eight year mark. She realized who oh. I was and what I had to offer, which was not much. <laughs> and she was like, I'll give you a couple of years to get some stuff in order, uh, you know. And then around the nine-year and 51-week mark, I was like, I should really borrow money from everybody. <laughs> for what I ring. know. Um, which, by the way, I've lost my wedding ring. It's gone. I lost it. I believe thrifting. And now... Really? I, I mean, the, the ladies love me, Pee-wee. That's all I'm saying. Wow. I get looks all over the place. And my wife is like, I don't care what you do. <laughs> she, she knows that I have nothing to offer anyone in any sort of way. Just wait till we get to our numbers, guys. It's oh, <laughs> yeah. She's waiting for this episode. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be rough. It's either cash in her ticket or she's out of here. Let's start this show, Pee-wee. I sure. am on the clock. What that means is I get to talk about whatever I feel like talking about in the flipping world, uh, whether it's questions I have for Pee-wee, whether it's emails we can answer, whether it's news stories, whatever it is. And when I'm finished, Pee-wee will have his opportunity to do so himself. I got some stuff t- from a couple weeks ago uh, just to touch on here very quickly. I was talking about how I had a my first ever Mercari order. I sold a t-shirt on Mercari. Okay. Uh, because I, I started using this cross-listing list, oh, app that's called right. Vendu. And, uh, and I was very disappointed because I couldn't figure out how to use the thermal printer, my Rolo, with Mercari. Okay. And, uh, and I couldn't figure it out in any sort of way. And our buddy Thriftzilla on Instagram reached out and did let me know that there is a way to fix it. He told me how to do it. I guess it was just somewhere in the options. He says they fixed it this year, earlier this year. Oh, okay. That's why there was uh, probably a bunch of articles that said you can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, but I just want to say thank you to Thriftzilla for reaching out. Yeah, so did you figure it out? Uh, no, and here's the reason why. I, mean, that's why I, I have not had a sale on Mercari at all <laughs> since then. Thriftzilla, um, please uh, DM Sasha in about a year and a half when he makes yeah. his next sale. Uh, and he also had some nice words to say, and uh, he listens to us while listening in the morning. And listening to us first thing in the morning, I mean, our wives Ooh. don't even do that. So thank you, Thriftzilla. We appreciate you. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I so I've been using this cross-listing app, Vendu, and what I'm paying for is basically the ability to list 25 items on Poshmark and Mercari. Okay. Uh, and import my items from eBay, right? And I That's pay something like 13 14 bucks a month at this point. Um, and and then, you know, it's not just about cross-listing. It's about doing whatever you have to do on Poshmark and Mercari to start getting sales. So I'm noticing, you know, people are liking items, and I'm starting to, like, send offers and do that kind of stuff. I'm getting a little bit more active on those things, but I have not made any other sale besides that first week. I did fill up my 25 items, so I'm done for the month or whatever yeah. it is. And uh, and now I just kind of sit and wait and try and figure out how Poshmark and Mercari uh, work uh, as far as like algorithm-wise and stuff like that. I feel like I will give this a solid, you know, I'm going to say a year uh, really? to okay. see, yeah, to see what I could do. Because I don't think it's a huge investment at 14 bucks a month, but... Uh, 
also at the six month mark, I may be like, I've sold nothing. I'm out of here. But, uh, but we'll see. I I do kind of want to, I feel like I have stuff that should sell at least on Poshmark being more clothing oriented. Uh, but we'll see. I got a lot to learn about those things. So, uh, first things first, got to figure out that Rolo printer though. Next up, I have something I texted you earlier this week. I was going to send you a picture for this, but I'm actually going to talk about the stuff in my GST later in the show. Okay. But um, I was at Goodwill, and one of the, the guys cashing me out was like, oh, you want me to check your points for you? And I was like, yeah, yeah go ahead. I mean, I just cashed them all in. Explain to me what is going on with this. Less than a month ago, I cashed in all my points. And uh, and I got, I mean, like a lot. I don't remember you said what it you was. You like $28 in free stuff, right? This time, yeah. Oh, that was this most recent time. What, yeah. The first time it was like 30 uh, I think it was more. I thought it was 30 to 40 bucks. Yeah, okay. That like makes that. sense. Okay. But so this time around, I'm sitting there and uh, and he's like, all I had was one item that was six ninety nine, And he was like, oh, yeah, you don't have to pay. Like, get out of here. And I was like, okay, uh, see you later. Got my receipt and took off. Went to the next Goodwill where they didn't ask me about the points. And I was like, can you check my points? Uh, and they checked my points. And my total was, I was buying three items. I think they were all $7 a piece or somewhere around there. I think I what I what happened was I got $28 worth of stuff for $3. <laughs> yeah, okay, that sounds right. Or it's something around that number. It was $25, $28 off, something like that. So if you didn't ask them to check your points, do you think they would have given it? I don't think so, no. All right. Guys, try that because I haven't tried. I, I've definitely like looked into it. I've looked at my receipt. It doesn't. It says I have like forty-two points, but I don't. Even, I don't know if that translates to dollars or. I don't believe it does. I. I I'm Michael Severs, the writer, producer, and creator of The Silver King's War, a podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B twenty-six bombardier. Stanley L. Silverfield, a first lieutenant in the United States Army Air Corps from Birmingham, Alabama, rode in the nose, the greenhouse of the famed Martin Marauder. You can find The Silver King's War wherever you listen to podcasts. I don't think so. I do think it is like a couple of dollars. I don't think it's anything insignificant, but I think like I had probably like 250 points, 300 points. Okay. And that's the way it used started. to be was like every seventy five points was like five bucks. So yeah, and that, that would to make me felt that, like, like forever. T- like I felt like I would buy a million dollars worth of things, and they'd be like, "Oh, you have a five dollar." Maybe it was just like when they told me. Uh, I don't know if they accumulated those things. I don't know what it was. But the craziest part is they are not only giving me the item for free, but they're also giving me points for, for that those item. I- that is. It's- I don't understand. I, I know that you go, you buy a lot more stuff at Goodwill than I do, but I don't, I, I don't the, understand. So I, I messaged you about it uh, just to see because I figured that you had collected a bunch. I messaged our dear friend Goff. I was like, have you signed up yet? You better have signed <laughs> up for it. And he's like, I did sign up, but okay. I don't know like what I have. And I was, uh, so just something to check in on. I because, thought it was just like a thing with your Goodwill, but considering it happened at two different Goodwills yeah. for you. Yeah, that's very interesting. But and I'm gonna, like I, I'm I, definitely going to ask them to look at my points next time I check out. It's four items that I got. I, I believe they were twenty eight dollars total, and I believe I paid three dollars and thirty right. cents for everything. So I don't know. Just go check your goodwill and 
And I actually told the guy, I was like, hey, man, I don't think that... Because he asked me, he goes, how long did it take you to get all these points? And I was like, not very long at all. I think you guys are messing Monday. something up. Like, I think I'm stealing from you guys, but I don't want to tell you because it's good for me. And he was like, oh, yeah, I don't care. He's like, I want it for you, too. I was just wondering, like, how long it took. And I was like, you're a good guy. I like that. Uh, and so now... My wife fine. had a ton of target points that added up. For whatever reason, the target started a similar system where... Their Target Circle app, if you're a part of that, now during checkout asks you if you want to use your points. And like this started in like mid December. And it's just uh, something that happens on the, like a screen that pops up at the end of the self checkout. And when she first did it, she had like $250 worth of Target points. Wow. It was, yeah, it was a ton. So now I've just been using those to buy action figures. Did, um, did you hear about what's going on at Target with those Stanley Cups? Yeah, it's insane. It's it's I, it's not even worth wasting I, the time to talk I about. I agree. But. It's just, uh, if you haven't heard, there's a collector's cup, I guess. It's like a Starbucks. The company is Stanley who makes these cups. And, uh, and The amount little... of time it took me to realize this was not a hockey thing <laughs> is embarrassingly long. The videos are great. There's videos of just women just taking things off of shelves. I don't even know if they were cups or they were just going crazy and knocking things off shelves. But if you check on eBay, some of those cups that were like, I don't know if they were like 30 bucks, 40 bucks, whatever. 50 bucks. 50. But they're selling on eBay for like 180, 190, Yeah, I've seen the $200 listings, yeah. But the $50 for those things, that's insane. Yeah, yeah, that's whatever. We all do crazy things, so. Uh, another thing that uh, I want to bring up that I brought up last time, I uh, got a little bit more information here. I just thought it was interesting. I talked about the consignment guy, uh, one of the consignment guys from Whatnot. His name is Chris at Peak. He's a great follow on Instagram. He's a great follow on Whatnot. He runs these great shows, and he's offering consignment he, so you can send in your good clothes. Oh, and this was the cheap guy, right? Yeah, 70-30 split. You get 70%. He gets 30%. That's after Whatnot takes their fees for whatever the item is that you sell. 70%. So I, I kind of looked in into basement. it That's... a little bit more. Um, one thing that he sold on um, on Instagram, he's got these Pendleton uh, shirts, like wool flannel shirts. He's offering money for Pendleton immediately, like not even waiting for the shows because he thinks that he, he can sell them right away or whatever. Sure. Um, but he's saying you get 70% of the net sale price after whatnot takes their fee. You get paid the day after the auction. 90% of his clients are fellow resellers that just want the fast and easy cash. Let me chop the wood is how he phrased it. There you go. I like that. 50, 50 items maximum per shipment, 10 item minimum per shipment. He only sells good stuff, no flawed items. Um, and he also does consignment on eBay, but that was a thing he said to like reach out to him for. Um, I, I was just checking his stuff and, you know, he really protects himself, which obviously makes sense. He needs to, but, uh, he has like a, what I'm looking for section and a brands I consider section on his, uh, webpage. Yeah. And so it shows you exactly what he wants. I mean, he's talking you know, I don't run flawed consignment items. If you send me something that is flawed you and you want it back, you are paying the shipping for it. Uh, when you send your clothes in, you are paying for the shipping items. He's generally looking for items that are $25 and more on eBay. Uh, so Does he, he even clothes? Uh, I believe so. I mean, shoes oh. as well, if you count that as clothes. Great. But the, the most interesting part is if you are someone who is trying to get into clothes... Uh, 
you can take a look at the brands I consider part on his webpage and just go down that list. And now you have a page of stuff that you know what you can look for on the That's club. So uh, you don't have to know everything. Uh, and it's just, it's all there for you. It's exactly what he's looking for. Nike, Patagonia, Peter Millar, Polo Ralph Lauren, uh, Prada, Rag and Bone. I mean, going down the list. And now you have this list that you start remembering these names that That's are great. things that yeah. you, can, you can do. So. He also says it's not a complete list, so you know things with, new with tags and unique items and all that kind of stuff. He asks you send a picture of the item and then a picture of the tag for each thing. Um, I don't know. I, I might try it eventually at some point because eventually you have so many clothes that you're just like, I got to get this out of here. I'm, I'm stuck with them on Especially eBay. Especially the audience. I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's probably not getting 100% of its value, but that's yeah, better than selling everything says, for $3. He says usually he'll get 70 to 80% of the value from eBay, like okay. what the eBay comps are. Uh, but he goes, but there are plenty of times that people pay more or the same or whatever. Okay. And that that's really what Whatnot is. If you watch Whatnot, you realize there's a lot of people paying way more for Whatnot stuff than they could on eBay. Yeah, on for eBay, the exact same so. item, right? Yeah. Uh, so just thought that was interesting. Uh what else, Pee-wee? What else do I got here? Um, oh, I do have uh, an item here. Okay, so this goes kind of along with uh, the Chris at Peak stuff here. A couple weeks ago, I was talking about a list that I had found on Instagram that I wanted to share a picture. I believe you have the picture. It's a brand list. This is the Goodwill list? Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to share this because I didn't know who to thank for having this list. Smart. Uh, the Instagram account is BidStitch, uh, thousands and thousands of followers. It's a great follow, especially if you're into clothes, uh, B-I-D, Stitch on Instagram. Uh, and what they shared, this pic- is a picture from November. This is what Goodwill has for their employees, basically, uh, to look out for, uh, to for send clothing. to e-commerce, for clothing. Brand-wise. Um, yeah. and, it, and it's not only the brands, so you look at it, and of course you have stuff that like, Okay, Armani and Burberry and Dolce and Gabbana and these names, but then you have the stuff that you can really find in the store, like Duluth and uh, Carhartt. Uh, cool, I heard some people finding that one. Orvis, Patagonia, Pendleton, uh, Woolrich. Those are all stuff that I've found. Ralph Lauren. I've found all those things in, in my Goodwills. And then the the other interesting part is the part that's underneath that. Yeah, that's, that's the most. I mean, the list of brands is good for the same reason that you said the the, yeah. the, the whatnot guys. The list of brands is good for reference. But the, if you're looking for insight on what Goodwill is currently looking for, this it's very interesting. Yeah, and so they tell you outside of brands. Oh, wait a minute. I'm looking you at know, the third one. Go go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Alpaca, band concert t-shirts, cashmere. T-shirts is a separate one. It's just t-shirts. It's okay. That's okay. <laughs> just t-shirts. Fur, leather, made in USA, France, Norway, Germany, military items, new with tags items, sports jerseys, quilts, uh, wool, Western native wear. So these are all things that like I have found, you know, maybe not all of them, but yeah. I found a lot of them or like no to keep an eye out. But that's after months and months of searching for this stuff. It's great to have this list. And it, I'm glad that Bidstitch put this out. So this is just stuff that Goodwill wants their employees keeping an eye out so that they could either send them to goodwillfinds.com or pull them and uh, mark them up higher or whatever they want to do with them. Uh, but it does make a lot of sense 
on their end. It's just uh, it's a good tool to have. Once again, if you don't plan on uh, using a guy like Chris at Peak, use the information that he's got open to everybody. Absolutely. Here's a brand list, you know, so uh, I thought that would be interesting. Man, I don't understand some of these. Like The T-shirt thing blows me away. The made in the USA, France, Norway. Like, how are the employees finding where the stuff is made? I, it's probably just a reminder for them to keep thinking about the stuff so that eventually they go, oh, yeah, I, I remember something about made in USA gear. That's or, interesting. You know, I mean, it's it's too much stuff. They can't be... You're not going to get fired for missing one of these things, you know what I mean? So, uh, whatever. It's it's just information we're stealing from Goodwill. And so, uh, Next up, I have another picture I sent you, Pee-wee. This is of... All right, this is the shirt that uh, I believe that... Uh, you you want to give me thousands of dollars? Very for. excited for this item. This is probably the T-shirt they were talking about on that list. Goodwill, if you find this uh, Showbiz Pizza shirt, pull this out immediately. People will pay you go. for it. This is a Rockafire Explosion. This is the name of the band that would play at a Chuck E. Cheese, the animatronic band. Um, Five Night at Freddy's is based on this thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm very excited to get this shirt from you. That being said, this uh, I have nothing to say about the shirt. I do have something to say about the eBay app. Uh, the eBay app updated itself while I was uh, posting things, right? And Uh-oh. so I go to and I post this shirt, and they had just changed, like mid, <laughs> sure. whatever, like while posting, they changed the picture thing. Now you see the pictures have those three dots next to them. Yeah, that is uh, that is not something that was there before. <laughs> Before it was just the picture, and you would click on the picture, and then you could edit or delete immediately. Now they've added the little three dots. So when you hit the little, you have to locate the little dots, move over to find it, hit it, and then it gives you that thing, and then you can edit or delete. I believe that's adding an extra Extra step step. for me now. Okay. Which seems like the worst possible thing you could do. Like, why not just keep it what it was? It was perfectly fine. I wonder. I mean, I wonder if there's some reason that they had to do it, but I would think the only reason would be if people complained that maybe, like, when they're posting pictures, they accidentally hit the button too much, and it'll go in, and then they have to back oh, out. Okay, that could be. I've done that before, but like now, I have to like try and touch the little three buttons, and I got large thumbs, Pee Wee. Sure, you know it's that's a it's pain. A problem. Absolutely, that's a pain. It's a, not a big thing, but just a just a peeve of mine that I, I noticed here. And then the last thing I have for you here. The last thing I want to know, I mean, the people want to know, is my numbers, my end-of-year numbers. We're going to get to them right now, and uh, flawlessly, may I add. I've been dreading this moment since we brought it up about 15 minutes ago. Uh, but then, the I, I don't know how seamlessly your editing is going to be. Very poor. When you first teed this up, and then your computer froze, yeah. I was thrilled that we may possibly have to skip this segment and never talk about our 2023 numbers again. Alas, we're back. and uh, yeah. That's how bad hopefully... our numbers were. My internet connection was like, you can't share this. <laughs> Couldn't even afford good internet. Your numbers were so bad. It, it's rough. Um, look, I'm not too worried about my numbers. They They are what they are. I'm not like sad about them by any means. It's just uh it's an interesting thing to look at them when when it's all said and done. I didn't you know get halfway through and look and you know I I did no preparation ahead of time. I just end of year, let's see what what we're doing here. Of course we kept our numbers the whole year, but I wasn't keeping like a running total of things. 
I did have three goals for the year for 2023. One of those goals was listing 100 listings per month. One of those goals was to have less items under $10 a profit. Right. And then one of those goals was to hit $30,000 in sales. So we'll keep that in mind as I go through these numbers. I think the first thing I'll tell you here is... I have sold 302 more items than I did last year. Okay, that's great. So that's good, right? I had 560 total items sold last year. I had 862 sold this year. Um, I'm going to give you my per item numbers first, and then I'll give you the total numbers here. Per item is another number that's scaring me. So per item, cost of goods sold. This is what I paid on average, for the items that I have sold, the 862 that I have sold. Last year, it was $4.23. So basically, I was spending $4.23 on an item, and the total sale that I would get was $44.14, which is great. You spend 4 bucks, you make 44 in total sales. Um, and then the profit on that item was about $23. So turning a $4 item into $23 profit, uh, I'll take it. I'll take it all day. Sure. That was 2023. Uh, 2022, actually. 2023, this past year, I actually, cost of goods sold was 436 So basically the same thing. $0.13 cents more per item. But I'll take it. That's not, you know, that's not bad. But my sales, the number that... <laughs> Uh-oh, here we go. Uh, my heart's starting to pitter patter, Pee Wee. Uh, for every four dollars I would spend on an item, I would make a thirty-five dollar sale. Sure. So instead of a forty-four dollar item the year before, I'm making a thirty-five dollar item sale, and I'm spending the same amount of money to do it. Which means my uh, profit was only eighteen dollars, a little bit above eighteen dollars per item, which is still fine to spend four dollars to make eighteen is fine. But when you were making sure. twenty-three, you feel a little bit worse about it. Uh, the total numbers for the year. So 2022, my cost of goods sold was $2,370. Right. So I spent the entire year on those 560 items that I had sold. I had, but you only spent $2,000 in 2000. That was 2022. Yeah. Yeah. 2,300. Yeah. Uh, this year I spent 3,700. You only spent $3,700? Keep in mind, this is on the items it sold. So I still have the items that I did not sell. I see. Okay, okay. uh, Which I don't know what they are. Uh, I I kind of have an idea. I'll get to that in a second. But my total sales then for 2022, when I spent the $2,300, my total sales last year was $24,720 on eBay. For a profit of $13,000. That's what I made last year after supplies, after fees, after shipping, all that stuff. It was $13,000. I believe you ridiculed me on air. You laughed at me. You scoffed. I, I wasn't happy with it. You're right. You yeah. said this podcast will not go on if you have those type of numbers. And uh, and I got something for you, Pee Wee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this year I spent $3,700. That's right. my cost of goods sold. My total sales for the year. Rumble, rumble, rumble. That's my that's my drum impression. Oh God, my computer just went out. Oh no. Uh, Thirty thousand six hundred dollars. 
So Com- compared to the year before, the year before twenty four thousand seven hundred. Okay, that's good. In the right direction. So in the right direction, I hit my thirty thousand dollar in sales uh, goal. That was the goal. But then my profit, fifteen thousand dollars. That's after everything. Okay. Uh, so it went up from thirteen thousand two hundred sixty to fifteen thousand, but in the eighteen hundred dollars that I profited uh, more this year, it took me six thousand extra dollars <laughs> to get there, basically in sales. I gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I'm happy with that thirty thousand number. That's the goal that I, I was trying to hit. That fifteen thousand number. That what that means basically is that because I'm selling items uh, and they're not being sold for as much money, obviously that number is kind of uh, it's coming back a little bit. So whereas before I was making about 54% like profit on it, I'm now just under like 49%. So the per item is, is gone down, even though that main number has gone up. Uh, okay. And so I hit the 30,000 in sales uh, my goal for the hundred listings per month, I was short by three, Pee-wee. Wow. Eleven hundred and ninety-seven items listed. Uh, I had eight hundred and sixty-two items sold for the year, which leaves about three hundred and thirty that I did not sell, and I have about three hundred and ninety in my store currently. Uh, so that does make sense, and you know, from stuff years past that's older and and whatever. Uh, but yeah, so eleven ninety seven. So I didn't hit that goal. I was off by three. Why was I off by three, Pee Wee? I just, I just didn't do it. I had the time. I had the, the the day that I saw you, New Year's Eve. I could have done three listings, and I was like, ah, I'm gonna go see Pee Wee. Any day you could do three. Listings. Exactly. Right. I just didn't. I I got close enough. I was happy with the number. I just didn't uh, actually hit the number. To me, ninety nine point seven five percent of the way there, I'll take it. I'll take it. I was just lazy. That's all it was. And then here's the other number. Here's the other number, Pee-wee. My last number. Um, less Items less than $10 in profit, right? I wanted to get rid of those. I wanted to have higher number of pr- profit items over $10. I hated those right. $3 items, the $2 items. Why am I even sending this? So the year before, I had out of 560 items... 216 of them I had made under $10 profit. Wow. Which is 39% of my store I made under $10 profit. This year, the number went up by 2%. 41% of my store I made under $10 on the item in profit. Man. 358 out of 862 items. I know we're throwing a lot of numbers. I know people don't like dealing with numbers. But if you play this uh, podcast at half speed, <laughs> maybe my stuff will make sense. I know I'm, I, I'm not the best person to be giving number stuff out. Uh, I stutter and all that well, I kind thought of that stuff. Was, it was, it was followable. Uh, the most your numbers are headed in the right direction. The they would be you'd be in short you'd be doing better if overall you have more sales, you have more listings, you have more everything. The only thing that's working against you. Is that the value of your items is lower? Is you have more items that are lower in value uh, yeah. in value than you did previously, um, and 
And it's closed, it's by the way. It's it's all closed. I, of course it's closed, yeah. yeah. And the, all, the, that's a number maybe I'll do for next week. I want to see the number of clothes I sold as a total number versus the year before. Oh, I hate it. I've sold one of those shirts, by the way, that I listed. The, yeah. like, the 50 plus shirt. I've sold one of them since like mid-December. Clothes also take a long time. I hate clothes. Yeah. So, But that's it for me. Uh, time-wise, do you have any questions about my numbers? Any comments? Any? No, I thought that, like I said, I thought that was followable. The if, if your your average net per item goes up, the like if that starts going in the right direction, then you're crushing it. Yeah, yeah. Right. The the problem is that every other number is going in the right direction except that one number. Yeah. So you have like all this stuff going for you except for one thing going against you. If you can get everything going in your favor, then I mean, then you're in really good shape it's just finding that stuff that's finding the quantity of stuff that you're currently finding and having the value be there is going to be difficult and i will say it's not like i did tons of extra work i don't feel like i did tons of extra work i don't have the number of total listings that i did in 2022 yeah i don't i was only tracking half of that last yeah year, or, so i i know what i have from 2023 and i'll keep track here going forward to see but i don't feel like i did extra work i mean like this podcast takes up more more of my flipping <laughs> i i don't sure. mean that in, in like a i would get more done i just mean like i prepare for this and whatever <laughs> right we put more effort into this than we do just casually trying to find stuff and listing yeah and, and ebay's like we've taken months off and then we catch up in other months and you know or do very well in other months so it's not a consistent thing i guess that's something that i'd like to do more next year uh I, in sales of course i'd like to you know take a, another step up in sales as a total number um i once again that items under ten dollars is something i want to try and lower uh but dealing with clothes now is probably not helping that situation um i don't really know going forward what my goal is as far as monthly listings i think it'll stay at 100 but i'd like to to push it a little bit like i'm like i said i'm it's not like i feel like i'm doing extra work i think when it gets to that point where i'm like exhausted by it then i have to kind of step back and take a look at what's going on here because I don't want it to be a job. I, I'm just like yeah, enjoying the uh, money. Yeah, I know that we have a bigger audience than we had when we used to do our numbers more regularly. Um, or since the last time we talked about our numbers at the end of 2022, um, this is not our full-time gigs. The We do this part-time almost like as a hobby. So we are not living off of the, yeah. the money that we are making off of flipping. I don't think I can. <laughs> so that was that was a that was heartbreaking for me last year at the end of 2022 because I wasn't sure what route my life was going to take and I was absolutely considering uh making a life change where my entire career I would I would leave what I was currently doing and focus 100% on flipping but I couldn't flip any more than I already was I was already going to garage sales Thursday through Sunday the, I'm already going to Goodwills. I'm already out there like as much as I could be. Yeah. My job really wasn't requiring me, me to like take time away from that. So me leaving that job wouldn't free up more time for me to have more time to flip. I was just assuming that the money I was making on flipping was enough to live off of, and I was very, very wrong. Yeah, I mean, going into a to be a full time reseller not only takes a lot of inventory and a lot of time and all that kind of stuff, but it's also a discipline thing. You, I, I think, at that point, you can't really take time off. You know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So, that's it for me. You are on the clock, my friend. 
All right. Should I start with my numbers yeah. or end with my yeah, numbers? Start. I, I think it makes sense to start yeah. with them. I just don't want to overload people with numbers. Um, my numbers aren't going to be too hard to follow. Not that yours were. My 2023 was dwarfed by 2022. Um, now, my schedule in 2023 was a lot more busy than it was in 2022. I was traveling to different states, I mean, at least once every month, sometimes multiple times per month. Um, I'm going to talk about it later, but September of 2023, I, uh, the, I was in like New York. I was in, let me get the, the list here. I was in Memphis, Arlington, Texas, uh, New Jersey, and New York, um, all in the span of three weeks. The, and it's always on the weekends. And that kills my garage sailing time. A lot of the stuff that, that uh, a lot of the results that I'm going to see in 2023 are not a result of me not having time to list, but it's a result of me not having time to source. I just don't have the good inventory that I would need to have a really thriving eBay store. Um, the, my numbers will be a combination of my eBay store along with my video game conventions my in, in very, very short um, summary of what I do is I go to garage sales. Really, I go to garage sales with the intent of getting video games. And then I also, like, because I'm already there, I ask about toys and I pick up anything else that I see that's worth anything. Um, and then that stuff goes on eBay. But all the video game stuff comes with me to video game conventions. So my numbers today are going to be um, a combination of what I've made on eBay what I've made at conventions, and then what I've spent uh, at, at the garage sales, like my total number, my total cost that, I've, that I have invested into everything. Um, the, let's, um, all right, 2022. I guess we'll start there. 2022 um, on eBay, let's see. I guess my like end of the day numbers, after you take out the cost of shipping labels, the eBay fees and everything, let me just double check to make sure I have this correct. I do. Uh, the total was just under 42,000, right? It was 41,884. Uh, um, my conventions in 2022, I made 16, almost 17,000. I made like 16,9. And then I spent at garage sales almost that same amount. At garage sales, I spent. Uh, almost fifteen thousand dollars, so about fourteen. That's a crazy which is, number. Which 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 is insane <laughs> to me. How you how you only spent two thousand dollars last year and three thousand dollars this year. Um, I spent in two thousand twenty two fourteen thousand at garage so almost fifteen thousand at garage sales. Um, so my total after you take in what I made on eBay, what I made at conventions, and subtract my costs from garage sales. Um, and the eBay number includes the fees and whatever. Um, the total there is $43,900. So basically $44,000 in 2022. Um, I'll go into smaller numbers later. But the to compare that to 2023. 2023, the convention numbers are similar. In both years, I did the same amount of conventions. I used to do like between 7 and 12 conventions every year because getting video games pre-pandemic was much, much easier and keeping inventory was much, much easier than post-pandemic when everybody's eyes were opened to the world of video games. Um, so I used to do between 7 and 12 conventions a year. Post-pandemic, in 2022 and 2023, I do two conventions every year. 
it's I go to Texas and I go to Milwaukee. Um, same conventions both years. Uh, 2022, like I said, I made close to 17,000. I made 169. 2023 again it's close i made 14.4 so like 14 and a half thousand dollars that's good the ebay not nearly as good um the i don't have how many like listings i made on ebay um my items sold are ridiculous i'm I'm very close to swearing remember when i swore a couple weeks ago (laughs) i almost i almost swore right there just thinking about my numbers um so eBay 2023, I made, well, 2022, I said after fees and everything, I cleared $41,800. 2023, I cleared $25,186. So more than half, but it's it's probably like 60% of what I made in 2022. Um, The cost at garage sales, this was good. I spent about half as much as I did in 2023 than I did in 2022. I only spent uh, $7,800 at garage sales in 2023. Um, the And I had some like bigger purchases. Like That's including a $3,200 pickup where I bought like four video games from uh, that one video game collector in town with the little Samson and the Dino Peak. Mm-hmm. And the, um, that's included in there. So, I mean... The more than half of that is just one purchase. The rest is just like dinking and dunking at garage sales. Um, so my total for 2023, when you combine conventions and eBay, is just over or just under thirty-two thousand dollars. It was thirty-one thousand four seven hundred dollars. What was your eBay total? What was the number again? The at the end of the the, the um, what do you call it? Net profit. Yeah, after after you take out the fees and everything, uh, twenty five thousand one eighty six. Okay. Um, so the I'm headed in the wrong direction. I understand I'm still doing fine, but I'm definitely headed in the opposite direction. I want to be headed, but I also don't know if eBay is what I want to do going forward. I don't know if flipping is what I want to do going forward. Yeah, right? I'm I'm busy with other stuff. Um, when it comes to items sold, two thousand twenty three to two thousand twenty two, two thousand twenty. Right. Let's go back th- three years. 2020, I sold 1,300 items. 2021, I sold 1,450 items. 2023 or 2022, uh, whatever. 1,300, 1,450. Uh, 2022 was 1,475. So going in the right direction. Every year, I'm selling more and more. 2023, 1,009. Oof. Right. Almost 500 items less. Almost a third less than i did 2022 which is insane um i I was able to create uh 1140 listings in 2023 and i don't have the number for uh for 2022 so but i'm just i'm going in the wrong direction everywhere are you at all considering um doing more conventions or anything like that or are you still i don't have the inventory i can't oh okay yeah it's it's after every after both of those conventions one is in october one is in april so they're almost exactly six months apart um the they i get cleared out and i only have the time between conventions to refill with with decent stuff i still have some stuff right like like, i'm still sitting on that dinosaur peak i still have that 1700 dollar game i have like i probably have ten thousand dollars in inventory for video games um but it's it's all the stuff that's been seen by you know the last convention i did at a minimum 
but right everything that i have currently in inventory was seen at retropalooza in texas in october by all you know by people who are looking at my booth on friday saturday and sunday so everything has at least been passed by by one whole weekend's worth of convention goers um the which makes me think if i brought all that stuff to the next convention it wouldn't get cleared out you know thousands of people have already seen it so i always like to restock as much as i can obviously I don't know. I don't have. I don't have goals. Like I don't have. I don't have. This doesn't concern me. I'm. I'm yeah. Again, this is just a hobby. Yeah. It, it's. I just need to make sure it's worth my time to continue going to garage sales and continue listing on eBay to make it worth it to continue to do this. Um, and I mean, clearing twenty five thousand dollars a year on eBay for very little work. Um, very little work that I don't enjoy. I don't love the listing. I do really like the the sourcing. Um, and then the sourcing also applies to both eBay and video games. That's not even just like eBay. So if I'm just talking about eBay, I would only like consider like a third of the sourcing time as eBay stuff. And all of the listing time that I put into it as eBay. And all of that time combined, if that's going to earn me $25,000 a year... I'm okay with that. I can't survive on that. Obviously, I still need my other yeah. sources of income, but the I, I'm still okay with that. And then the conventions are a piece of cake. Conventions, it's I'm working six days a year plus sourcing. You know what I mean? It's it's weird because it's like the first hobby I've ever had that like makes money. Makes money, yeah. You know, I I've done nothing but hobbies my whole life that cost me lots of money. <laughs> sure, I still have a bunch of those. Yeah, so it, it's just like uh, I don't know. I you know. This is a depressing Christmas for us, me and you. <laughs> right, 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 right. But it's also like, it's not, I mean, it's not the worst. It's We're still making it's eye-opening money. eye-opening at least. Yeah, yeah. Eye-opening is a good way of putting it. Cool. Yeah. So, so, I mean, that's really all I've got for my for my numbers. The It's, it's all right. It's not fantastic, but it's it's fine. Well, did, he, did I tell you the, like, I did. The item sold. Never mind. Yeah. I'm good. Um, the only other things I wanted to add to my time were two things that have happened to me over the past two weeks that have been making my life more difficult than it needs to be. Um, the first, I, I, uh, I think I sh- uh, texted you about this. The You said it wasn't a problem for you, but sometime around Christmas, the I had the Christmas break where the store was, my store wasn't closed down, but the post office is closed down, so I can't go there. So, okay, I don't need to ship for a couple days. Um, then, oh, that's what it was, like, Saturday and Sunday, I'm not shipping. Monday was Christmas, so I shipped on Friday, had no problems, the Friday before Christmas. Um, And then the Tuesday after Christmas, I go to print my labels for everything that's sold over the the Christmas holiday. And when I go to print my labels, my labels pop up on my, in a PDF on my desktop, because I print them on on my desktop. And in the, like, preview box, it's no longer, like, one Rolo printer sized paper that's um up and down for the label it's the the labels turn sideways and there's two on the page and i could not figure out how this happened and i couldn't figure out like why this happened since then i figured out how to fix it but i know i didn't change a setting because i would absolutely you have to click on more than one thing accidentally to make that happen to print two labels per page and i so in order for me to print my labels normally i do it in bulk and i just have them i enter in all the i re-enter in all the 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 weights and the uh the dimensions for all the boxes um 
I hit print and then all my labels print out. So it's like seven labels at a time or six, you know, five labels or whatever. And it's all in a sheet. With this, I had to go in and individually print them one by one by one because I couldn't do two labels on one Rolo printer and they're turned sideways because they would be an inch and a half tall. Um, so I had to go in, print them manually one by one by one. It just took a lot longer and I couldn't figure out how to undo it. There was no walkthrough. And then the last time that I was printing, um, today's Sunday, so Friday when I was printing, as I hit print, I saw an option for... Um, like page or labels per page. And I wasn't able to click on it then, but I believe that the next time I go to print labels, I should be able to fix it. Um, I'm, I, you didn't have this problem, right? No, and you used uh, eBay like for your Yeah, label. that's what you said. Yes, yes, yes. I use eBay. You use um, Pirate Ship. Yeah. If anybody else had this problem, let me know on Instagram. Well, let, better just, yet, Thriftzilla. Reach out. Tell us how to fix this. You are our label I think guy. I've got the fix. I just want to know if it was just me or if this was like a site-wide thing that got changed. Yeah, that's... Because I don't think I changed it myself. Um, the other bad thing that happened to me over the... This was on the same day. December 26th, I get an email from eBay. Hey, here's a heads up. You're no longer a top-rated seller. Oh, wow. Great. Great. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you too, eBay. Um, so I guess what happened was in, like I said, I've been traveling a lot and when I'm traveling, I'm usually leaving on like Thursday and coming back Monday. So that means if I can, I drop off my Wednesday orders from eBay on Thursday, but then all my Thursday and Friday packages that need to go out on Friday, I guess it's only my Thursday packages. Um, my Thursday packages need to go out Friday. The Thursday ones don't go out. The Friday ones need to go out on Monday. The Friday, Saturday, and Sunday ones need to go out on Monday. Sometimes I would miss that. My percentage as to when I would be uploading the uh, the tracking data, the, it needs to be within 95% or above for the entire month to um, to not get you on like the warning list. September, I got a warning saying, hey, get this up past um, 95%. Or you're going to be taken off the top rated seller list. And my rating, in, like I said, in September, my rating was so bad. The um, In September, I was in three weekends where I was gone like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So I came back Tuesday. My percentage in uh, September was... Oh, I don't have the, the breakdown for just September. But so the average for September through the, the beginning of September through the end of November was 93.64%. It needs to be 95. Otherwise, you don't qualify. Um, by October and November were fine. They weren't perfect. I think November was perfect, actually. I think it was 100%. But October wasn't great. It was like 90, maybe like 95%. It was over. 95 like where it needed to be but september was only like 84 percent like september was bad and september was so bad that it dragged down the um the overall average for september october and november that way at the end when they reevaluated on december 26th they said hey we gave you three months to try to fix this your you couldn't fix this because september was so bad um so now you're not a top rated seller i've already fixed this the now that September is off of that three months, the so now it's going to uh, rate me on October, November, and December. I'm already at like ninety six point two percent. So once they reevaluate me on, I believe it's January twenty sixth. 
I will be back to a top-rated seller pending any. I mean, I do. I I'm going to Vegas this weekend, and the following weekend I'm going to to uh, Florida. Um, so it, it's. I don't know what my percentage is going to be, but assuming that my percent stays above ninety-five percent, I will be back to top-rated seller come January twenty-sixth. And I guess this could have come at a worse time because the way that this implements you and the way that this has an impact on you is the the bonus that you get for being a top-rated seller is that extra 10% that you save on fees, right? So it's not a ton of money, it's, right? Fees aren't that much. And to only save 10% on that little amount to begin with, it's not saving me a ton. But the fact that I'm paying an extra 10% on fees between December 26th and January 26th is annoying. So the I'm, I'm just excited to get back to being a top-rated seller and not have to worry about this. I'm kind of shocked that um, I didn't get something like that. I've been slacking for sure on shipping. I've been doing a thing, like I have one-day shipping or whatever it's called, uh, but I've been doing basically two days. So like if I have stuff that needs to go out Monday, I send it out whatever Monday, but then I won't go back until Wednesday and then I won't go back until Friday or, or whatever, regardless of how much I sell earlier. I, I've just been like lazy and slacking on it. So yeah, we've been slacking so much, Pee-wee. It's We should not have a podcast. I agree. I agree. 150 and that's it. Once we hit 150, we're out of here. We're done. Sorry, guys. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all I got for my time. Let's Let's finally get to some GST. Hold on. Before that, I want to see if I'm still a top-rated seller. I am, oh, please. I am a top-rated seller. That a boy. We did it. GST is garage sale talk time. It's Goodwill Scores talk. This is when me and Pee Wee talk about the stuff that we found out in the open, out on the open road here in Illinois where we finally have snow, uh, but we haven't had garage sales in months and months and months, and things get harder to find, and I just go back to the old stuff that makes me comfortable, you know, bowling balls and just bowling balls really uh i'm gonna start things off here peewee i'll I'll do this i'm gonna give you my okay (laughs) my last score of 2023 that's okay that's good okay that's what i'll start with here and this this one's for the fellas you know who you are fellas (laughs) uh this is something i've talked about many times before and we're going back to the old school because we are old fools and you got you know the lyrics. Uh, this is a brother SX four thousand typewriter. Brother, that's right. The year hot. I there ended the year with a typewriter, four ninety nine. Beautiful condition at Goodwill. Normally wouldn't, uh, might not pick it up at Goodwill, depending on you know cracks and how bad it looks or whatever. But this one looked very very nice. Uh, paid four ninety nine. I don't even know what section my Goodwill would put typewriters in. I've never seen a typewriter at my Goodwill. <laughs> Where do you find this? I don't know. In the typewriter section, we have the one typewriter so. section. Uh, these things go for about a hundred bucks. So paying five bucks for it was uh, wow. was a steal. And it's very light too. They're like lighter than VCRs. I mean, it, brothers are great uh, typewriters, brother. Uh, next up, I have. Let's do some shoes. I got a bunch of shoes. The only reason I'm bringing up shoes is because uh, there's some good valued shoes here. Uh, this company is called Hey Dude. I don't know if you've ever heard of them before. Uh, I tricked you, Peewee. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's women's boots. Hey Dude. I was going to ask you when you sent me this picture. The, the brand is called Hey Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey Dude women's Eloise boots. These are size But, but it has nothing to do with the 
old Nickelodeon show. No, it does not. But it's a good brand. It is a good brand, as you can see here. I paid six ninety nine for these, and they sold in two days for fifty dollars plus shipping. That's my listing at the top over there. Is it just a women's brand? I don't think so. Uh, my okay. my brother in law wears them too. They make like uh, very comfortable, like slip on shoes and whatever. Okay. Uh, but yeah, these went very very quickly. Interesting. Pretty big size, I guess. I don't know. Size nine is that a large woman's foot? I don't really know. No idea. Women's shoes. No, so. no idea. Uh, Six ninety nine sold for fifty bucks in two days. Next up is I got a, a picture here. If you're watching on YouTube, it's three sets of shoes. Well, two of these sets of shoes I got for free with my points, uh, Goodwill points, Amazing. which were the bottom two over there. Uh, the one on top is a golf shoe. It, I like that one. Look at that. Thing. Yeah, it's purple. It's leather. It's a it's a fantastic shoe in great condition. Is that a men's? I'm pretty sure a rich person uh, just got them dirty and was like, "Well, I need new shoes because these things are in, I mean, pristine condition. There's just some like grass on the bottom of them." Uh, yeah, they are men's. They are size twelve men's. These are Foot Joy Icon men's golf shoes. This exact style, I couldn't find any uh, exact comps, but there are a bunch with the same exact kind of design and different colors, and they go anywhere from like eighty to one hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. They are really really nice shoes. I paid six ninety nine for that one on top. The two on bottom. They were also six ninety nine each, but like I said, with my points, they were free. Um, I got a Nike Men Air Zoom Pegasus Forty, which, by the way, I got an ad for these like a couple days before I found them, which is the only reason that wow. I knew that they were like somewhat new. Um, Pegasus Forties, and they were like I said, supposed to be six ninety nine. They go for about sixty dollars pre owned on eBay right now. And then the other ones are New Balance 550s. It's like a cream and black color. They're a size 7, so they're a little bit smaller. Um, once again, free with my points, 699 These go for about 100 bucks. Anywhere, once again, from you know 80 to 130 bucks. Uh, but it's an interesting size. I'm going to price it right in the middle, right around 100 bucks on these. So, I mean, these are great shoe finds. Uh, and that's why I wanted to include them because it's not you know a 699 going into $25. These are actually like nicer shoes to keep an eye out for next up continuing with the clothing roots of fight we've talked about roots of fight i've sold them before this is a roots of fight rumble in the jungle muhammad ali shirt it's kind of like a workout shirt uh the sleeves are kind of cut off a little bit uh, and it's got that patch on the chest what is all the other ones it actually has muhammad ali on that patch uh the other ones that i've seen are kind of like on the arm i haven't seen them in that exact spot uh and so i was like all right well whatever i I tried to see if it was something that was a little bit more rare or higher value but it wasn't Uh, i ended up selling this thing after two days for 45 dollars plus shipping that is the my listing up there that's great uh for a four dollar and 99 cent shirt i will take it all day and then i another roots of fight this is like a i don't know if it's a collaboration if that's the right word but with under armor this is a kid dynamite mike tyson t-shirt Paid five ninety nine for this thing, and this thing goes all day for fifty bucks. Um, not at the same, together? not at the same place, not at the same wow. day. Uh, just completely different. And they also ha- had another one that was an Under Armour Roots of Fight Muhammad Ali shirt. But when I looked that one up, it was only going for about twenty bucks. So I left that one, okay. and I picked this one up. This is great. I didn't know. Did he go by Kid Dynamite? Yeah, I think so. 
I'm not a boxing fan. I used to listen fan. to a punk band called Kid Dynamite. Yeah, there's also a Dynamite Kid. That's why I listen to the punk band called Kid Dynamite. Tremendous. No joke. You don't listen to punk. You listen to... Whatever that is. Just what you country. Call it? Straight is up country. I was at the gym and listening to country today. You're not wrong. Uh, next up, I have a... All right, I think this is my last clothing of the day. This is a crew neck sweatshirt. I saw this thing, and I saw the tag, and I knew that the tag was old when I saw the tag. I should have put a picture of the tag. Uh, but then I took a look at the actual artwork that was on the shirt, and it says History of Art, and it's got a bunch of different artists and kind of like what they're what they would look like How if did they you, did the art. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's a cool shirt i guess yeah so i knew that the label was old and then at the bottom right you could see that it says 1991 in very small print oh under like the word art yeah and so i was like let me look this thing up and i looked it up and it happens to be a 60 dollars sweatshirt which is insane insane. yeah it's crazy to find this thing i paid 6.99 for it it's in great condition um yeah just a another interesting good find it doesn't even look like it would be a expensive sweatshirt. I, that's kind of rare. You know what I mean? There's so many sh- shirts that you would see that you'd be like, this is probably worth money, and it's not. This is the opposite, so it just feels weird to get it. It's not like a, a major brand. It's like a Hanes tag, but it was an old Hanes tag. Um, but, yeah, consistently right around 60 bucks. So okay. Next up is um, it's a cat. It's just a cat. Just a cat. Uh I'm starting to think that anything that is a cat is worth looking up. This is a vintage North American ceramics black and white cat cookie jar, combining two things that we love, cookie jars, or cookies and jars, I guess. Uh, I'm not a big cat guy myself, but okay. they do deserve to live. They're great animals, That's if, if you're wondering. My son wants a cat. Um, get a dog. Get a dog. Here's I a, don't want a dog. Here's an interesting stat for you. Older people who live with dogs, uh-huh. uh, 40% less dementia. Amazing. Older people with cats, no change whatsoever. <laughs> so uh, okay. that's not even that's not a joke. That's a legit fact that I'm bringing, offering that up. It's science that I'm offering on this show. Science. So, I think we have Straight to change this science. to an educational. With all the numbers that we gave and now with that, we are an educational podcast. Number one in our field. Uh, anyway, this cat cookie jar Pacing. caught my eye, and there's no chips. There's no anything, nothing wrong with it. And I was able. What's going on on the, on the tail or the butt? The, it's like just that... like uh, the drawn-on tail, like the end of the tail. But what's like the rainbow thing? Oh yeah, is good that call. the reflection? Yeah, I think it it must be. I had just oh, okay. wiped it down, so maybe it was just like uh, oh, interesting leftovers. Okay, stuff. do I have it here? I don't know where it is. There's a loose oh, cat yeah. somewhere in my house. I don't know where it is. Oh, you know what? It, it might be something shining like next to it. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's in great condition. The only thing wrong with it is like on the bottom of it, there's some like goo or whatever. You know what I mean? But uh, besides sure. that, it's a, it goes for about fifty bucks. It's a thirty to thirty-five dollar plus shipping. I paid three ninety-nine. This was the thing that I also got for free. Uh, I ended up paying three thirty total. This was one of the things that was okay. in that with uh, yeah. I mean, cookie jars are definitely worth looking into. Yeah, um, you know that they're not identical. The cat that you have here and the cat in your sold listing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, 
there like the the eyes like this white part where the nose is and the the white part on the face is a different shape than this is um I don't the see here's the big thing. Look at the look at this white right here on the neck, on the like on the top part, versus here. The white part comes out to the right and left. Could it here be it possible doesn't. that I, it's just not turned enough? It's like I don't think I think there. I even before I noticed that part, well, I thought that they looked different. I will say this: they are hand painted, so they they might all. Oh, just okay, maybe that's it. Okay, different. Yeah, is it is yours branded? I believe so. Yeah. Okay, it's probably the same yeah. thing. That's weird. And if not, I will uh, gladly trick somebody into thinking it is. So, Sasha Shady Scale, 3 out of 10. Next up is uh, physical media, because I forgot about physical media. It's been a long time. I came across uh, Scrubs, the DVDs, and I have a bunch of DVDs in my garage that I was recently like, I got to go through and see what I have and what I don't have, and either actively seek them out or list what I have or, you know, figure that thing out. Well, it turns out I was uh, missing seasons five and six of Scrubs, and I found them along with some other seasons, so I have another growing season of Scrubs. But the thing was, I was like, is Scrubs still worth money? It was before. I don't know where DVDs are at. I haven't really paid too much attention to it. It's. I think it's off Netflix now. I would assume that that makes it bump up. Okay, yeah. It's been selling for 70 to 80 bucks plus shipping. Yeah, that makes sense. Pretty consistently. I don't really know what I paid for them. I it's some of these I paid two dollars for. Some of them I paid five dollars for. So I just put right around forty dollars is what I paid, and okay, uh, I'm hoping safe. to double up my money. I think it's a little bit less, but right around there. Uh, but it yeah, it just kind of reminded me I got to take a look at my DVDs as well. And just uh, make sure you check. I mean, in two months from now, if you're listening to this, it might not be as valuable as it is now. Uh, it, that's I've learned that the hard way. The OC not worth any money anymore, Pee Wee. Oh no, it's not COVID oh, times no. anymore. So, I have a lot of OC season three. If anybody's <laughs> looking for like six of them, a <laughs> couple more for you here. I have a vintage Emson E M S O N electric food dehydrator. I've sold one of these before, but it was a lot bigger. Uh, took up a lot more space. This is kind of a miniature version of it. And the reason why I liked it was, A, because it was more miniature, and B, brand new, uh, in the plastic, not open. And I was like, all right, that'll work for me. Let me check the comps. There's this similar comp where it's a square one instead of the circle. Went for about $50 shipped. Um, There's one that was the exact same one that went for like, I think it was like $30 shipped, but it was an auction um so it wasn't a buy it now situation so i believe i'm asking something like 40 dollars plus shipping it'll probably sit for a little bit but i do think uh eventually it'll sell it's it's cool the other one i had was like it took up way too much space i don't know why it was ever invented i think people would rather i mean some people would rather just have a little thing that they could leave on yeah whatever totally agree uh last two here for you okay so this is a like a ornamental Christmas type house. It's the brand is Encore, uh, Snowville by Encore. It's called Flurry's House. Um, this thing is Encore's good. Okay, I've never heard of Encore before. Yeah, I have. It's. I think we've talked about it. Okay, uh, I just looked it up because I had happened to come come across it in like a green bin that they had just pulled out. So I paid three ninety nine for it. I opened it up. It looked good, um, and then. I checked the comps really quick and I saw that they were going for like, 
I mean, up to a hundred bucks for some of these things. Wow. But then I, one thing that I didn't realize until I was in line going to pay for this thing, uh, was that it didn't have the figures with it. So there are four figures that come with this thing. So uh. then I checked the comps again and I saw that just the house itself was going for like 25 plus shipping. So I was okay. like, all right, I could still, whatever. I'm in line. I have other stuff. I'll just continue. And they then give you stuff for free at Goodwill anyways. Doesn't yeah, matter. right. Then when I came home, I realized there were two figures in there. Um, I didn't oh, see them at I the see. time. Uh, okay. And so I have two of the four figures. So I have it listed at 40 bucks plus shipping. The prices are a little bit all over the place. If you're looking at the comp that's uh, on our YouTube, it's got three figures and they went for 44.99 plus shipping. So I think it'll be a good. You know, now is not the perfect time to be selling it as Christmas is over, but uh, there's enough comps. I think somebody will, maybe by next year will pick this up. And then same on this next one, uh, Christmas themed. This is a Department 56 Peanuts. Uh, five Cents is the name of it. It's Lucy as the psychiatrist with Charlie Brown uh, seeking help. Yeah, which, sure. by the way, someone should have helped Charlie Brown. <laughs> he was depressed for a very long time. The teachers should have stepped in. But the teachers had their issues as well, the way they spoke. It's a whole big... I wonder where they're from. Is that like Ohio? It seems like an Ohio-type situation to me. Sorry if you're from Ohio, but uh, so I, I saw this thing on the shelf and I was like, okay, this it must be trashed or something because how is this still on a shelf? It's right. Department 56. It's Peanuts. I went I opened it up. It was like brand new. I mean, it was like a wow. little bit undone, uh, but still the plastic and all that kind of stuff was in there. And I was like, okay, well, let me look at the comps. I took a look at the comps. It's going for like 65 70 brand new, I want to say. Okay. So it's not like super expensive. Um, pre-owned can go for around like 35 40 45 plus shipping right around there. But then I saw this interesting listing that was just the Charlie Brown itself went for $40. That's so weird. So then I looked back in to make sure that the Charlie Brown was in there, and then it was. And I was like, all right, well, I'm good. I'm going to pick this thing up. I just w- yeah. We'll see what's going to happen. And then I went up front, and they go, oh, you have points. This is free anyway. Just take it. Take so it this was me. the last thing. That, this was actually the first thing that day that I got for free. And then I went to the next place and got two pairs of shoes for free, and then that cat cookie jar for three dollars or whatever i can't believe that charlie brown by himself sold for 40 like that's not it doesn't seem the sally like that's an iconic sally look right you even have woodstock in the tree but you've got her behind i know it's christmas theme but like you've got her behind her uh her psychiatrist desk asking five cents like that's classic charlie brown that piece should be worth forty dollars charlie brown sitting by himself yeah i my only thing is like Okay, if somebody is wanting to complete their set. Complete it. Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, you could just buy a the whole full thing. pre-owned yeah. one. It does seem a little bit weird. There's also a smaller version of this that I believe is just Lucy. That makes sense. Yeah, but for some reason, people want that old depressed Charlie Brown hanging around. So it's not I don't even know. like his classic look or his classic shirt. It's not just him sitting. I don't know, Pee-wee. I don't ask those types of questions. Uh, I just uh, take what I think is going to be worth some money. And literally taken this. Like, I could have walked in, taken it, and walked to my car. And I should have for a video for YouTube. What do you got, Pee-wee? 
Um, it's it's been two weeks, right? We missed last week. Um, so theoretically, I should have a lot of stuff like you, but I do not. Um, I mean, I guess some of that I was. I've been I've been laid up. I had surgery. I'm, I'm if you're curious, I'm healing decently well. I'm I'm back on my feet. I am uh, like I said, I went to the gym today for the first time. Quit milking um, it. But the uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get back out there. The I, I started going back to thrift stores. Um, I picked up a handful of things, but I don't nearly have as much as you do. Um, the first thing that I picked up is this board game. The um, local, the, the mom and pop thrift store that I um, volunteer at, they were throwing this out. And I said, no, 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 no. I, I will absolutely take that. The, I, this was after I looked it up. The, the game itself goes for about um, anywhere. It depends on how complete it is. This one, I believe, has everything there. I need to recheck it. Um, but it goes on the low end for like 25 30 bucks. But on the high end, there are definitely some sold listings for, I think, 55 to $70. Um, I just I took it out of the trash and said, hey, I'll give you 2 bucks for this thing. And they said, absolutely. Um, so I will figure it out later if I have all the pieces or not. I don't really care. Um, it's a depressing thing. episode. <laughs> You're picking from trash. I'm stealing off shelves. There you go. We were we're new men in 2024. Um, this all all this stuff was in a bin at that at that same store, different day. Um, the I could tell by the look up after I opened up the bin. It wasn't in this box. It was in like this like shorter square like Tupperware thing. Um, but it's a bunch of micro machines parts. I think there are some Johnny Lightning, which is like the, I want to say Mattel version of Micro Machines. Johnny Lightning stuff is not worth nearly as much as Micro Machines are. Uh, Micro Machines is worth uh, is by Galoob, and it's more vintage stuff. A lot of this stuff, including the playset stuff, is uh, Micro Machines. There are a ton of cars in here. I just didn't take them out to, to take the picture of them. Um, they wanted $10 for it. I knew just the cars alone i could probably lot up and get like 45 dollars from them the i the sold list that i have here is just one an example of like some of the parts i have with some cars mixed in um i have a similar lot here it's not the exact same thing you see in the picture but it's probably worth it's been ten dollars it's probably worth like 40 45 bucks um the other two were good ones the like i wasn't too excited about the Battlestar galactica board game and micro machines um, this one I picked up last night. My uh, my wife took my son with some friends to a movie, and I was left home alone. So I uh, ran out for dinner because I can't cook for myself. <laughs> and uh, well, as I did that, I was like, oh, let's stop by Goodwill. So I literally at like 6.45, somewhere between 6.45 and 6.50, I stopped in at Goodwill, and my Goodwill closes at 7.00. Normally, it's a terrible time to go because they're not restocking in the last, like, hour and a half, two hours that they're open. But for whatever reason, this was sitting on the shelf. Um, this is a brand-new sealed Minecraft. Uh, these are the minifigures. They're very tiny. They're, like, less than an inch tall. Um, but it's sealed in the original package. Um, it's a village biome pack, which I don't know what that means. It's It's a... There are a couple different biome packs that the, the, that came from this Minecraft set. Um, they wanted $7 for this one. When I looked it up, it's it sealed Minecraft. I know these Minecraft figures can be worth something. I've never seen them new in the package. Um, so I immediately grabbed it and looked it up. The most recent sold listing on this one was $55 plus shipping. Um, it's just a Minecraft set that's not in print anymore. Um, so I'll probably ask like, 60 bucks free shipping on this thing what'd you get um, to eat chipotle 
Oh. I always get Chipotle. It's the only fast food I eat anymore. Do you ever uh, think what you would do if, you, like, your wife kicked you out and you had to live on your own? Yeah, I'd go to Chipotle. Dude, Chipotle every is day. the really, every. I already go to Chipotle every day. As I walk in the door, they start getting my meal ready. Hilarious. It's. I figure. So I've never had Chipotle. I'm going to be short on my GST. I may as well talk for 45 minutes on Chipotle. <laughs> um, I had never had Chipotle until like. I think it was like April of 2023, April wow. of last year, because uh, I saw a TikTok video where somebody's like, hey, don't want to spend a lot of money on lunch? Here's what you do. You order a, instead of ordering like the big bowl or the burrito. So if I was going to order a bowl at Chipotle, I'm a very picky eater. I would get That's white rice. I'm shocked, by the way, because Chipotle has flavors and stuff. Okay, well, this is my problem. If I got a bowl from Chipotle, they would charge me $13, and my bowl would consist of rice, chicken, and, like, the mild salsa, like the, the, the red tomato salsa, uh, and that's it. The But because the way you order at Chipotle, it's not like I can tell them at the beginning, hey, I'm only getting three ingredients, so, like, really load it up. So they'll load up the white rice first, like expecting me to get like a ton in my bowl. And then I say chicken. And then all I say after that is the the, the salsa. So I, I'm ended up with like a bowl that's half full. No, 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 no. You order the kid's meal. The kid's meal is this build your own thing where it's this little three section thing. You pick your three ingredients, white rice, chicken, and the, the salsa. They give you little, little uh, uh, tortillas. It's $6.23 and it comes with chips and a drink. It's unbelievable. It, it's, oh, I've saved so much money. I don't uh, eat chips or get a drink when I'm there, but I love that. <laughs> I love it's, everything about that. It's fantastic. $6 and 23 cents. I would versus a just a bowl with no chips and no drink is like 11 or 12 bucks. I'm going to start getting that. Yeah. And then do when it. they give me the chips, I'm going to smash them on the floor. <laughs> you could also get fruit. You could get like an okay. orange or All something. Right. Uh, then yeah. I'll leave the chips on the floor and then demand <laughs> fruit. That's how I've saved most of it. From my, my very poor sales on eBay, I've had to like limit my spending, and that's been my solution. This is a devastating episode, <laughs> if you've made it this far. these The tips went from previous episodes where we're like, look for this brand. We're like, hey, Chipotle, get the kids meal. Save some cash. And when our wives kick us out, that's the, <laughs> what we're... We're going to have to live together in a residence in near Chipotle yeah. because you won't be able to afford a vehicle. I know the exact one. I'm, I'm picturing yeah. it. It's got I'm a, in. I'm in. they got a basketball court. All right. Last thing is um, it's not the best pickup, but it's still it's my favorite. The I'd never seen this before. This is a um, Legend of Zelda. What do they call this game? Like Link to the Past Four Swords, which was a GameCube game. Uh, this is a Link plush from that game. Um, I couldn't find any sold listings. I couldn't find any active listings of this exact uh, plush. You, you could f- tell I found a similar like active listing, but it's not exactly the same. His facial expression is very different. Um, even what he's wearing is different compared to what the guy has in the uh, in the picture. Uh, the active listing was for $35 plus shipping. This was a Goodwill pickup. Um, so it was in the plush bin for a dollar. I think I'm just going to bring this to... I'm either going to bring this to conventions and put like... $50 on this because I've never seen a Four Swords uh, piece of merchandise. Um, the Or I'm just going to put it on eBay 
possibly for hire. I I could put this. Maybe I'm going to take a shot on this. All right, I might have just convinced myself to take a shot on this thing. I might list this for like $85. You heard it live. I heard it in your voice. Yeah, it definitely clicked. I was like, I need to make some money on this thing. Um, so maybe this is my best pickup. I'll let you know once I list this thing and uh, it doesn't sell for months at a time. All right, that's all I got for GS2. Thank you, Mr. Plush. That means it's time for the flip or bump of the week. This is either a favorite thing that we sold or something that uh, maybe we learned from them. It's a mistake. We make lots of mistakes on this show. Uh, I'm bringing you two. I'm bringing you two because we missed a week, and um, that's the excuse that I'm using to bring you two uh, flips of the week here. One of them is a PlayStation 2 game. The game is called Front Mission 4. Uh, paid zero dollars for this thing and it sold for seventeen dollars and eleven cents free shipping. Now you're looking at that and you're going, "Why is this your flip of the week? This is not very good, even at zero dollars." Uh, and the reason why is because this was the last video game of the major haul of PlayStation Two games uh. that I got a while back. Uh, I went through. I sold the PlayStation Two itself. Uh, that might have even been a different place that I got a PlayStation 2 from. But all the big games, they, they were all the crazy, like, I don't know if they were anime games and role-playing games and whatever they were. Uh, is that what RPG is? Role-playing? What it is. is it? Okay, look at me. Look at this yeah, guy. Yeah, nice job. It, I got something like 40 games or whatever at a dollar a piece or $2 a piece. I don't even remember what the deal was, but made a lot of money on it. This was the the last of the last, so I wanted to throw that out there. And then the other flip of the week came today while I was uh, making this flip of the week. Amazing graphic, if you're you watching. Sold more YouTube. art? More art. Mr. Art. What is happening? You're Mr. Plush. I'm Mr. Art. This vintage Christine Rosamond denim and silk framed lithograph. It's a 20 by 28 piece that I found for $4.99. Sold it for $50 plus $21 shipping. And not only that, they asked me to take the frame off. So I think it's going to be even easier to ship than uh, wow. than having to deal with the glass and all that kind of stuff. So I have one more, uh, but that one's paid for now by this one and plus a bunch of money made on it. So I uh, absolutely love that. What about you? What do you got? I have... Oh, this sold uh, yesterday. This was great. Um, I had that... I had that guy where I was picking up a bunch of carded figures. It was a callback from a garage sale. A um, bunch of like Marvel figures, a bunch of what else was in there? Star Wars figures and Spawn figures and whatever. And I'm st- I've been slowly like getting rid of those. They sell every. I've sold two this weekend. Like I've been slowly getting rid of those for a couple bucks every time. It's like a seventeen dollar sale, twenty two dollar sale. It's nothing. Uh, but this guy was in there. And there was nothing like it uh, on the uh, like activated active on eBay, so I just named my price on this, and it sold yesterday. Um, this is a Fantastic Four original thing, uh, thing the f- big yellow rock guy from the uh, from Fantastic Four, a Toy Biz figure from 1992. But the interesting part about this figure, normally this figure, it's new in package, but normally this figure would sell for I think somewhere between twenty and thirty dollars, just like the rest of them. But this one is an error card, meaning that if you look closely at it, it's the thing figure, but the carding behind it, it was attached to a Venom card back. Um, Venom is another character. Um, 
I had a bunch of these Venoms. I think I still have a bunch of these Venoms for sale. But for whatever reason at the factory, uh, this figure was put onto the wrong card back. This is something that happens not regularly, but it's not uncommon like for modern toys to be like put into the wrong package and out at at stores. Um, Modern stuff is not worth picking up if it's on the wrong card. There are too many ways for people to do that manually to buy one figure in the correct packaging, buy two figures in the correct packaging, and essentially swap them, put them into the alternate package, the other one's packaging, and then reseal it. And because it's so easy to do, the newer stuff is not worth picking up when you find a carding error like this. But what about the uh, bubble ones? The Even that, the bubble, they don't go for much. Okay. The, I, I don't know if it's like an issue with like people re-gluing or people just not caring because uh-huh. there's a market. Yeah. But for whatever reason, the I, when I priced this, maybe I saw that there were other miscarded figures from this line that had sold. Maybe that's what I did. See, but for whatever reason, I listed this thing at $84, free shipping, and it took a while, but it sold yesterday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm happy. I'm, I'm very happy. And now it's time for Well, 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 What Do We Have Here? This is when I pick something from Pee Wee's store. He picks something from mine, and we ask questions. It is the greatest segment in the history of this show, if you are listening for the first time. Pee Wee, I saw the shirts you've been posting. By the way, I think I have two of these as well for you, uh, because yeah. once again, I'm blaming it on us not being here last week. Uh, I'm starting off with, I saw those shirts that uh, you had been posting Love uh-huh. them. Uh, I'm enjoying the content of them. They look cool. Sure, they're they're like it's a mix of uh, like pop culture. It's usually like two pop culture things mixed together. So like that, you have this one that's a salute your shorts, which was one of my Absolutely. favorite TV shows of all time on Nickelodeon. I liked it more than Hey Dude. I liked it more than Pete and Pete. I have the DVDs. I have like bootleg DVDs of Salute Your Shorts because they don't offer the real ones. I don't think. Anyway, this is a Camp on Awana. Uh, t-shirt that you have for 20.99 free shipping size small my question for you about this do you have it in large <laughs> I w- I, none of these are in large i wish i had any of these in large i would have the, uh purchased this immediately i would i think a lot of these would actually sell if i had one in large that's that's like the negative about them is this the size small but but there's there's cool enough content that i think you will sell them eventually but you're gonna have to sit on them for a while but my yeah. other question is Hondu, Gyps, Mogs, The Other World, 1982. What is this? I don't know. Have I asked you about this before? Because I don't know what this is. They I look so. cool, uh, but I don't know what they are. And they're from the year of my birth. So, Yeah, these are. it's an old figure line. Um, the, they are like a rubber, not like... They're very posable, almost like a bendy. Right? Is it a like cartoon or something? No, it's from a, um, the series is called The Other World, and I don't know what it's based on. I don't know if it's from, like, a book or if it's from, um, I don't think there was a show. I want to, maybe it's based on Dungeons and Dragons. It could be a spinoff of Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Um, but it's, it's like that type of stuff. It's a lot of, like, medieval stuff. There are, well, let's go with Dungeons and Dragons. I think it's a offshoot of that. This is something you just saw. It looked cool, and you did research on it, or you knew what it was. When you I've, no, it? I've sold these before. Okay. Specifically, I've sold the Gyps and Mogs, the the little guys. Maybe uh, Hondu. I know Gyps is one of the little guys. I don't know which one, which name was the the other little guy. But I've definitely gotten the little guys before. Um, this was in a toy box find from 
either last year or the year before. I like it. Yeah, I like them too. Um, for you, I have the... Uh, you sold another lot of these yep. blank, quote-unquote, uh, VHS. The uh, This lot was 11 NBA Chicago Bulls, 92-93 uh, playoff games. Uh, $35 plus $10 shipping, which this is going media mail, right? Or no? Uh, no. No. Okay. That's fine. I don't care. That's, that's, uh, no, because it is uh, taped... Uh, they're they're not considered media. There's like oh, advertising okay. in the thing. People they're ask blank, you, quote unquote. People ask you to send them media mail, but technically they are not supposed to be sent media it mail. So I yeah. do not send them media mail. No, that's fair. My question on this is like, I still have that box of blank, quote unquote, VHS in my basement that I haven't gone through because it seems to me like it's so cumbersome. Like the the task of going through it would be a pain. Any tips on selling this type of stuff? I mean, it, a lot of it just happens to be what is on those tapes. Okay. Uh, so, like, these in particular, I bought 30 tapes, right around 30 tapes. It was actually, I could do the math here right now, 36 tapes, and I paid $30 for them. Uh, and I have sold them now for $35 plus shipping, $35 plus shipping, and $40 plus shipping. So $110 plus shipping for all of those. But they're all Chicago Bulls stuff. They're all with commercials, which people do look for. They're all of good quality. So a lot of people just think, oh, if, if VHS, if you have that old stuff, it's worth something. And it's not necessarily the case. So you do have to kind of do your homework. You do have to kind of look at them to see. Because people will message you asking about the condition. I, I get so many. I probably get more questions about VHS than I do about anything else. Uh, That's amazing. When it's go. these, like, recorded on. People want to see additional pictures of certain parts. They go, is this uh, commercial on there at all? And you try to do your best and... and whatever i think the best case scenario for you is just to give them all to me and um not worry about them at all i can do that sounds good and maybe we'll find the the missing huevos de oro and uh uh what's his name james curtis casey james (laughs) uh i forgot his name get us out of here uh you know what i have a lot of stuff to plug the email the youtube forget it i have a lot of editing in my future because of my (laughs) internet connection I'm Sasha. He's Pee Wee. Go listen to some Bikini Kill. Get some Riot Girl movement in your life. Or maybe you want uh, a little bit newer uh, Kathleen Hanna stuff. Maybe you go listen to a La Tigre. You know, a T-K-O-O. What do you think about all that, Pee Wee? Uh, maybe, maybe some Kid Dynamite. Maybe some Kid Dynamite we throw it in there. Do, do what you feel like, guys. Merry Christmas. Thanks for putting up with us and the numbers and the education that you got on this fine, fine show that we bring to you. And we will see you guys next week. Flip! That turkey!